in a world of infinite possibilities, it can be easy to be like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this. So you try out so many things, which is good, but if you don't eventually focus on one or a couple core things, it's gonna shortchange yourself in terms of how much you're able to give. It is learning about the balance that's needed to really be great. Yo! What is good creators? Welcome to the Create to Inspire Corner, where I, your host, Coriel, and any creators from around the world, I'm going to share their stories to give you the creative inspo you need so you can go on and create to inspire in your own community. And today I have a very special guest with me, Gabe Baker. Gabe is a musician, songwriter, and athlete, and he has stepped his feet in many different waters, including acting and blogging as well. He's currently taking a dive into the creative and fitness lifestyle. And today, not only get to hear about his story, his music, and his passions, we're also going to be talking about harnessing greatness so that you can excel and focus on the vision in your life. Anyways, get right into it. What is up, Gabe? How are you doing? Oh, Thanks man, for coming. Yeah, I'm doing well, brother. Really happy to be here with you. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. So tell us a little about your passions and yourself and what you like to create. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I am a musician, a songwriter. I'm a cellist as well. Um, and so that's kind of where my main focus has been as of five months ago. Um, I, I just moved, in short, I just moved to Nashville from Houston to, to take advantage of some relationships and just some clarity of heart and mind that God put in my life just to focus on music and give that a full go. And I shifted out of a number of things uh, in my life in Houston. So it's been a cool just change up in my life. So doing that and then I've always been very fitness geared and as I'm leaning into this freelancing lifestyle, have added on kind of the fitness personal training aspect um, and a couple other things possibly in the works, but those are the main things right now. Okay, awesome. So you just released uh, your latest album a few months ago, The Year of Vision. Can you tell us a little about that album? Yeah, yeah. So The Year of Vision, uh, it's an EP, so it's just a short, a short, uh, short EP of four songs and The Year of Vision is... Uh, Again, kind of a soul gospel acapella collection of songs that kind of came out of just, you know, sitting through this COVID quarantine uh, year. And I know for everyone, especially in creatives and everyone in, in different ways have been learning in so many uh, new ways as a result of everything happening this year. And yeah, so these songs are kind of just inspired from the lessons I feel like God was teaching me through it, through it all. Um, and also just musically inspired by a lot of what I've grown up in. I grew up kind of singing a lot of acapella gospel stuff in church and just with friends and really living in that kind of musical influence realm. And so, yeah, it's just a cool, pop, you know, little package of four songs that speaks to what I feel like I've been learning through the year of really how, I guess I could share the title of each song really quickly. So the first one's called Take Me Away. Um, the second one's called From Pieces of Peace. The third one's called He's Holding On to Me. And the last one's called Keep Keep It On. And so it's it's kind of just this, this yeah, I think the title of it was supposed to really explain a lot about what the intention of the four, that the EP is about, about, about how I feel like this has been a year of vision for me in such a way. Awesome, man. I think you did a great job of kind of capturing, you know, what 2020 has taught you yourself personally throughout the years. Can you tell us a little about those lessons that you learned this year that you really take with you towards, you know, 2021 also? Yeah, it's, man, I, I've been doing a lot of writing and kind of blogging and different things to kind of capture it or just be able to process it in a, in a, way, in a explainable way. 
I think one of the biggest things I've learned is is uh, to always make sure I'm value, valuing the things that need to be valued most. Um, and I think it's easy to allow things that are urgent or less important to take precedent over the things that are actually most valuable in our lives, right? And so I think for so many, I think for a lot of people, uh, this this year has stripped away a lot of the, the I guess, the, the pleasantries or the, the, the things that seem to distract and seem to take precedent over the things that actually are most important in terms of you know, your spiritual health, whatever that is, physical health, uh, your relational health, all these different things. So I'd say for myself, that's one of the big things that comes to mind of, okay, am I putting first things first um, in my walk with God and my relationships with my family and my friends? Um, and then pursuing the thing that God, the, the purposes, the passions that God has put in my heart to make sure those are things that I'm really making sure I'm valuing. Uh, and, and and then, of course, delegating my the, the most, a, a good amount of time to, to developing and fostering those things. You know, 2020 yeah. has been a year of, you know, some struggle, a lot of struggle for a lot of people. And but I think there's also been a sense of, you know, greatness and people, you know, coming back. I think there's been a lot of people starting their own businesses, chasing their passions and you personally. I want to ask you, how has, you know, developing different talents over time and just going through these experiences in 2020 helped you to harness greatness in your career currently? It's a great question. I, I, I think though how this year has allowed me to, to really focus and harness greatness, um, I think a lot of it has to do with being able just to slow down. Uh, I think you can get so um, kind of, I'm, I'm a busybody in a sense. I, I like doing a lot and I'm comfortable with kind of doing a lot in terms of on my schedule on a day-to-day -day basis. But I think allowing myself to slow down and, and um, really make sure that I'm budgeting my life in terms of my time and my energy in a way that is allowing for me to be great has been really important. So making sure I take the time to rest, making sure I take the time to um, do the things that, that are you know self-care, if you will, that, that's, that's allowing me to be at my best self when I am active in a, at a busy body self. So I think it, it is trying to, uh, learning about the balance that's needed in order to really be great, you know, because I think all the people that are great in whatever they're doing uh, are able to have, have been able to, to really know what they're doing and, and really refine their skill or whatever it is, but also realizing that rest and, and being able to uh, be a normal human, <laughs> whatever that looks like to, to, to be healthy um, and, and is, is just as important as the grind. Awesome, man. Yeah, I think balance is a, a big part of you know, our life, as, especially as creatives. I was talking with someone, I think, a couple of interviews ago about you know, balance. I think balance is truly important for us to be able to you know, create with purpose. And I wanted to ask you, ask you about your Rift blog, your blog that you started. I know you have many, many different things going on, and I'm sure it's a lot to balance, but I'm super proud of you for creating that blog. Can you tell us a little bit yeah, about it? Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. So uh, my Rift blog that is spelt R-Y-F-T, and it's an acronym for basically redefine your future today. And it kind of breaks down to a couple other levels, but um, the blog series is where it stands right now is um, a series that actually breaks down into three other F's. The first F is future, uh, faith, and fitness. And so redefine your future, redefine your fitness, redefine your faith today. So it's kind of trying to capture all these lessons that I've been learning through my life and just sharing them as in, in, a, in, a, in a digestible way for people to hopefully gain from. And so 
this is kind of starting the starting place for for me trying to share this kind of content and basically it's it's a lot of inspired thoughts that i'm really grateful to have learned um and wanting to share with others about the opportunity that each and every one of us have to read to live a life that's redefined like literally every day um, i think a lot of times we can feel like we're, we're held back by our past mistakes or we're so ambitious by we're so ambitiously focused on what's tomorrow that we we I don't know, we can kind of be bound and, and, and stuck in uh, whatever box that we may put ourselves in and think we can't recreate ourselves or, re or do something that, oh, I'm, re I'm inspired by this now, but I actually don't feel like I can, I can pursue that because it's gonna change so much. So I feel like the, the idea from this series is like, no, there's, there's so much wisdom out there that we can take in uh, that allows us to live a life that is in our best version of ourselves and re not being afraid to take those risks or recreate ourselves and just live a life that is redefined. Uh, so, and I know that's a bit a, a big idea, but that's kind of the energy behind it that we, we each and every day, every 86,400 seconds of each, of each day, we can live a life that's redefined. Yeah, man. I actually want to kind of break down uh, the faith, the future and, and fitness with you. So regarding the future part, um, how has creativity and positivity affected your perspective on the future? Yeah, my perspective on the future starts with uh, not putting, not allowing myself to be so focused on the future, um, mainly mm. because we don't have tomorrow. All we have is today. Um, and I think the value that I've had, the my ability that I've noticed to value what I hope to come in tomorrow has come with really being as present minded and mindful of everything around me today. So it's kind of, kind of reorienting and re-engineering the way that I think about uh, my life and how I'm living it and what I'm really focusing on and not being so distracted by tomorrow, even though you gotta be ambitious and planning, but realizing, hey, all we have is today, we don't, tomorrow's not promised and, and make the most of what we have in front of us. Awesome, man. So the other one is faith. How does, I know you, you just released a gospel album, of course. How does faith and kind of creativity play a part in each other for you? Can you tell us a little more, a little more about that? Yeah, Sorry. so I, I grew up in, in, a, in a Christian household. Um, and so this, this environment of, of faith and relationships has been the place I've been accustomed to growing in and, and allowing that to, allowing myself to take responsibility for these values and these, these ways of living has been the process through the years. So I've been a Christian for over 13 years now, um, and the process of knowing that that is the foundation of my life changes everything, and not that it's just an add-on or another aspect of my priorities, but it is it is, it is the foundation that inter inter kind of uh, that weaves itself through everything else in my life, and so that inspires everything I do. It inspires the way that I look at life, it inspires the way that I create, uh, especially musically, and so. I tell people I, I'm a soul folk artist, so I, I, I write and, and, and play in, in that kind of genre type. Uh, and, and then I also write, you know, Christian spiritual worship music along, uh, alongside of that. So I try not to box, my, box myself, quote unquote, into each of those categories, but just being myself and allowing these things, these lessons that, that God has been teaching me through the years, uh, through life and how to, how to process and just be with others and love has been a part of that creative process. So. It's kind of the yeah the intertwining of all these spiritual lessons that I'm that I'm really making uh, making a point to be the be the be my thing as I'm living life. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I 
think that's great that you're allowing yourself to be inspired, you know, by God and through your music. And so the next topic was, you know, fitness. How does, you know, fitness and creativity, do you think that has a kind of a role with each other for you personally? I th- yeah, fitness and creativity definitely have a role together. I th- it's a different type of creativity. I always found myself in an interesting place, you know, playing, uh, playing the cello and also playing football and a very, you know, a very aggressive kind of experience. And then you have a different, more of, uh, of, of a quote unquote graceful kind of aggression, if you will, uh, classical music and different things as a cellist. And so it's an interesting blend in terms of the crossover with those two aspects of my life. But I think as in on the fitness realm, there is an, an incredible amount of creativity that you can embrace in terms of uh, just connecting with whomever, especially if you're a trainer, knowing that you can create whatever, whatever life-giving program you can for your client is a, is a beautiful, powerful way to create. Um, and then especially for yourself, I mean, our bodies, each, our bodies are, are, are these beautiful um, uh, creations that we can do so much with. And so the movements that we can do, I think allows for us to do, we just, we, there's just so many possibilities with them, especially in the fitness realm to, to create and connect with others and help others grow in that way of, of, of living, of fit living. So yeah, there's a lot, there's, so there's some good crossover creative creativity and fitness. So if there's someone who's watching this uh, video or this this podcast right now and might be struggling with having, you know, so many different talents, I know you yourself, you know, have a lot of different talents and that person watching me, I don't know, like, what to focus on. They feel like they're having trouble balance. Um, what, would, what advice would you give to them? My advice is something, is advice that I try to take every day with me is um, there is a unmatched beauty with specializing. Um, and I'd say enjoy all the things you're doing and be the best at everything that you enjoy. Uh, but make sure you take the time to, and not be afraid of specializing in one or a couple things. And I say that because I've lived, I, I'm, I got accustomed and, and working out of this of living a life that's kind of spread too thin a little bit. And that's connected to the old phrase of you know, jack of all trades, one master of none kind of thing. Right. And I think that's a real statement in a lot of ways, because I think in a world of so many of kind of infinite possibilities in the world that we live in, it, it can be easy to be like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like this. And so you try out so many things, which is good. But if you don't eventually kind of hone, kind of uh, center your focus on one or a couple of, of core things, uh, I think you're going to you're going to shortchange yourself in terms of how much you're able to give. Um, and so I'll, I'll say that in the sense of don't hold yourself back uh, from doing everything you enjoy. Uh, but make sure you uh, take that step into uh, making those sacrifices to focus on those things that you can be the master at. Because uh, that changes so many, that changes a lot of things when you can say, hey, when someone asks you, hey, what do you do? You can say, hey, I'm a, I'm a creative or I'm a, I'm a musician songwriter and all these different things because you can, you can take, it's a different sense of confidence you take in when you're able to, to really master um, whatever those one or, or a couple or a few things in your life. So that's my advice. It could be different for, for, for other people, but um, work to, to a better way of specializing if you're like me and struggle with doing a million things at once. <laughs> that's awesome advice. I think that's extremely important for us as beings. You know, it could be easy to have different things you said that we're interested in, but focusing on one thing and specializing so, so that we can give, give more to other people and inspire more. And so, bro, I just got two more questions for you. Come on. The first question is a scenario question. 
The question is, you have the ability to harness one superpower for one day. What superpower would it be, and what would you use it for? What would you do with oh, it? Oh, you're a killer at these questions, Coriel. <laughs> um, if I could choose one superpower that I could harness for the day, what power would it be? Um, there's a, it, it definitely changes it when it's only one day. Um, mm. So I think the one power I think that just immediately came to mind, I'll say that. I'm a big superhero fan, so uh, like yeah. all these different powers come to mind. Uh, I'll say the immediate, the one I always tell people if I could have a superpower is, is, uh, is telekinesis, telekinesis because you can move things in, in, with your mind. But for this question particularly, <laughs> I would use the ability to, uh, to teleport in instantaneous teleportation because I think it, it allows you just to be in so many places in that short amount of time to yeah. take in experiences and stuff. I think that would be the coolest thing to do in one day. <laughs> awesome, man. So my last question for you is, what does the phrase create to inspire mean to you? The phrase create to inspire to me means to live in your purpose with a purpose. Um, Creating anything, uh, especially personally, means that you're pulling from these very intimate or personal things in your life that you would identify to be you, right? And, and making those into a masterpiece of whatever that is that, that is able to create this picture of who you are and what you're good at. And then creating to inspire is, is, is meaning, means that you're not doing it for yourself solely. Uh, while you are inspiring yourself as you're creating, but you're doing it for the person, for the for the onlooker, for the viewer, for for the next person, um, and I think that's the best. I think I really love that that tagline that you have is because I think it does capture the the full relationship that we're that as creatives that we're all supposed to embrace is that we're supposed to know ourselves and create, and then also deliver that and exchange that and share that with other people around us. And that's, I think, the ultimate fulfillment of the things that we do, is that we deal with others. So, create to inspire, I love it, man. Awesome, thank you so much, Gabe. I had a blast talking with you. How can people at home watching this follow you, support you, any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, man, so I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. Uh, you can follow me on just about all socials at the Gabe Baker. That's T-H-E-G-A-B-E-B-A-K-E-R. Um, yeah, and my website is gabebaker.com. Um, so if you follow any of those, if you follow me on Instagram, I think I'm the most active on Instagram, but I'm actively updating different things there and all my different adventures and uh, stuff I'm working on. So that'd be the best way to follow me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gabe. And for you guys watching at home, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of the Create to Inspire Corner. And I hope this inspired you to take some action in your life and truly work on specializing your talent, specializing that your gifts that you have so that you can truly inspire and give to others. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next video. Hope you guys have a creative and positive day. I'll see you guys later. Create to inspire. Peace. I wish I could fly.